0: Please silence your cell phones when in the library. Hello and welcome to Library Binary, a monthly tech podcast from inside the library. I'm your host and technology trainer, Ann, And I'm your fellow host and technology trainer, Elise. Remember that you can send in your questions,
1: comments, or topics that you want us to cover at to librarybinary at heightslibrary.org or on Twitter, you can um, tag us at
0: librarybinary. Okay, so updates for August. Um, The lobby rules that we've previously covered are still in effect. Um, So you still have to wear your mask. Um, The hours are still what they are. Um, And it's still just lobby service for right now. Um, Everything's kind of changing. Um, It could be that we're going to something lower um, or back to curbside, depending on what the governor decides. So we don't have a final answer on some of that. So just keep updated, uh, stay on our website, uh, check our Facebook, all that kind of stuff. All right. And then um, another update, which is different. Yes. This is my final episode. No. I know. So, um, I am moving out of state. Uh, all of this COVID stuff affected, um, the job of my romantic partner and, um, he found a position elsewhere. So we're moving and I'm really, really sad. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to miss it here like a lot. Yeah. I'm going to miss, I'm going to miss you. I Mm miss all of our coworkers and also I'm going to miss everybody that comes in. Um, haven't really gotten to see them in a while, but I'm still going to miss them. Um, I'm going to miss Cleveland a lot. So that's that's really sad. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. We don't have a tech term this month. Um, so let's just go straight into our topic. And our topic is kind
1: of related to both the situation that we're in just in terms of COVID and remaining kind of separate from each other with social distancing and also instances where people move away like Elise. Um. Different ways that we can use technology to stay connected even when we're apart. We've talked about some of these options before, Mm -hmm. um, especially right at the beginning of quarantine, but there there are a few more fun options mixed in here too. Yay.
0: So the first one is a messenger, which is an app available through Facebook or like part of Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, But you can get the messenger app separate. So you don't have to have like a Facebook account to have a messenger account. Um, because I know some people just don't want Facebook, which is totally fair. Yeah, that's fair. But like we, we yell about Facebook so much that that's very fair, right? So Messenger is an option. It had it supports text chat. You can also do audio and video calls, um, and they're all over the internet. I'd say you and I use it fairly frequently.
1: Yeah, it's basically. I don't really text people. I mainly use Messenger as like a substitute for. Texting.
0: Well, I like using it especially with like you and like other friends um, because sometimes on my, I'm on my phone and sometimes I'm on my computer. Exactly. And it's not like a good time for me to like whip out my phone to like ask somebody a question, but I still want to ask them that question. Right. So I just do it on Messenger and yeah, it works out. Exactly.
1: So another option, which I believe we have mes- mentioned before, is Signal. Um, Signal is a secure messaging service. It does support text-based messages, audio, and video as well. But it's all end-to-end encrypted. Um, So, for example, if you're organizing protests or, you know, involved in a lot of social movements that are happening right now, that's a little bit more secure option um, than something like Messenger, which is flat-out owned by Facebook.
0: I also know some people that like using Signal just because they like having their information encrypted. Yeah, um, exactly. Lots of people, you know, enjoy... Enjoy security. Enjoy privacy and security, right? Yeah. Um, the next one is Zoom, which we are using. <laughs> our good friend Zoom. We've previously talked about this in
1: our mini bite number one, actually, mm-hmm. um, which was one hockey stick, which seems like several lifetimes ago at this point. Oh, gosh, yes, it does. Um, but Zoom has kind of become the big video conferencing option mm-hmm. of quarantine. It's convenient because you don't need an account in order to use Zoom. You can just click on a link or have somebody send you a link. Um, and it's it's pretty convenient. There's been stuff about encryption or not encryption or um, people like kind of zoom bombing or breaking into certain meetings, but it's worked pretty well.
0: Yeah, I think um our youth department is using Zoom for story times. Um so that is like it's still a really cool piece of software.
1: Yeah. And like the knitting groups at the libraries have been using it to meet up. Um the 1619 project Ooh. discussion has been held on Zoom. Um so it's definitely being used not just by individuals keeping in touch, but organizations and libraries and schools and stuff like that. Okay,
0: cool. All right, so the next one is FaceTime. Now, this one, you will need an Apple product in order to use. Yep. Um, But if you have an iPhone or an iPad or an Apple laptop, you can use FaceTime. Yep. And I like it. I'm a fan of it. Uh, I had a funny moment with my family where we realized that all of us had iPhones and we were using Zoom and it was like, wait, we should just use FaceTime.
1: FaceTime is also one of the more secure options. Apple's known for like their security protocols. Mm -hmm. Um, So FaceTime is more encrypted than something like Zoom.
0: Exactly. Okay. Um, discord is one of my all time favorite, um, pieces of software out there. And this Um, is
1: one we haven't talked about before. No. Some of the other ones are kind of familiar, but Discord is, it kind of reminds me of like the forums in like the early days of the
0: internet to some degree. Well, okay. So it depends on the Discord server that you're on. Right. Um, And so Discord originally started for gamers in order to be able to do like voice chat um, while playing video games. Um, So at the time it sort of started, it's big claim to fame was in video game, like integration, um, and that kind of stuff. But more and more people started using it for text-based communication. And then also like video, um, I use it to communicate with friends around the world. Um, and so we can have conversations and there can be like, a big group of us and we can like divide it by like the things we're talking about. Like we have one that's just for like the recipes we're doing because two of us might be having like a conversation about a book in like the book area and somebody else might want to talk about like what they just cooked. So Discord started off for gamers and then it kind of evolved and with everything going on in COVID, they've actually kind of rebranded and are sort of updating and relaunching the service. So they have sort of like quick start layouts if you Mm -hmm. want to make them. I like Discord um, because it's available on like mobile, but you can also get it on a web browser or you can download a desktop version. You can share your screen. You can do video calls. Um, You can do voice chat. Um, I use it all day, every day. (laughs) Yeah, so it is kind of
1: a social space. You can choose, like, who's invited as Mm -hmm. well. Um, You can either make it, you know, very open if it's something about, like, a particular topic. Like, there's a huge Animal Crossing group on Discord off of Reddit. Or you can have, like, more individual groups. Um, It doesn't have to be technology-related. It could be knitting. It could be book clubs. It could be whatever. There's some degree of like tech savviness in terms of like setting it up, but not a ton. It's mainly just picking categories.
0: Yeah. I mean, once you, like you can create a Discord very quickly and then you just, if you don't want to have multiple, what they call channels, you can just leave it at the one and everybody can talk there. One feature that I like using is there's this thing called Roles which basically you um, can create a specific app that you can give to more than one person.
1: So like a sort of a category for individuals rather than like like what you're talking about. Yeah,
0: you can create like organizational groups. So um, in one of the servers that's like just friends, I have different roles based on like different things we're into. So like all the people that really like My Hero Academia, we all have like a role um, and you can have multiple roles. Mm -hmm. Um, So if I want to like send a message because there's been an update to that show, I can just at them without like having to think about it. Mm -hmm. I don't have to like list out all eight people that also watch it.
1: Or if you're using it for like business or organizational settings Like somebody who's all on the same committee, they could have a role tied to that committee. So if you need to communicate with all of them, it's just typing in that instead of remembering everyone who's in that group.
0: Um, Really similar to Discord is something called Slack. They're semi-interchangeable. I think Slack is traditionally
1: more used in like the business world and Discord feels a little bit more casual.
0: Discord is definitely structured in a more user-friendly way. Um, But Slack did start off as a uh, way to communicate for like remote work, but they do have audio and visual calls and group calls um, and they do have different like ways to chat. So they're kind of, I've, I've had groups use them interchangeably um, and I've had members of like my friends prefer Slack over discord because it lets you like save files into like your own section where mm-hmm. Discord doesn't give you that option. Um, so it just depends. All right, so the next one is one I talked about or mm-hmm. I know about. I don't, have you used it at all? No. Okay. I've heard of it. I'm not like a completely old lady. I've heard. It. Okay, so my friends started using it and at first I was like, oh, I don't like this. This is dumb. And then I started like actually like talking to my friends and I was like, oh, I like this a lot. So there's this app called Marco Polo and it's effectively video text messaging. Good. That's the best way to explain it. So you can have a conversation with one person or I have a chat with like two other people. So you just turn on the record and then you like say something and then they respond. And so it looks, it ends up looking kind of like a text message, but you can go back and rewatch videos. Um, And we just have used it as a really great way to talk to one another and explain ourselves without having to type and like wanting to see their face, hear their voice, but us having like different schedules. Right. And it's asynchronous,
1: right? You don't need to see it like right as it happens. Yeah.
0: You can watch it later. Um, every now and then I have alerts on, so I'll get like the alert that'll say like, Erin is talking and I'll open it up and watch it live as she records it. You know, that's fun too, but I do like the nature of it, especially (laughs) for my friend group who, uh, tend to be kind of like we talk over each other when we're together. I have a lot of theater people, In my life, especially from childhood. Um, So I I like Marco Polo because it lets you get all your thoughts out without one of them interrupting you.
1: Right. And I could see it potentially being good for like families, Mm -hmm. Um, especially like grandparents and grandkids being able to like see each other and talk to each other. Maybe you can't do it over Zoom or FaceTime or anything like that because of time zones or bedtimes or anything like that. Um, But that could be a cool way. And it's not like Snapchat where things disappear. No,
0: they don't. Yeah, no, they don't disappear.
1: We have three different options of ways you can watch things with other people and be able to like chat back and forth, even if you're not in the same room or in the same city or on the same continent or anything like that. So one is an option specifically for Netflix, which is called Netflix Party. Yay. Well named, which allows you to kind of group watch, so all watch the same show at the same time. You don't have to worry about everyone pressing play at the same moment. And there's also a chat functionality, correct?
0: Yes, there is a chat functionality. I will say that everybody has to have their own Netflix account. Aha. So if you do not have Netflix, this one doesn't work. Okay. Um. But yeah, so you can pull up the show, and then there's like a chat on the side. Um, I have some like minor complaints. I was complaining about this to Anne before we were recording. But uh, so how Netflix has that sort of like binge watching function where it skips the credits and then the intro when like you start and it like starts the next episode. While that's happening, if you guys are using the chat function, nobody can press the space bar because then it like messes it up and like either restarts or rejumps. And I was watching a show with friends that not only had the end credit scene, the opening credit scene, but it also had like a recap at the beginning of every episode. So there were like Uh, three things we had to get through. And one of us would always start typing to like talk about what was going on in the show.
1: (laughs) So that's where something like Discord where you could talk separately might be helpful.
0: Yeah. ended up using Discord in the interim.
1: So another option which really works with a wide variety of video options and doesn't necessarily require everyone to have an account is 2.7.
0: I will say that one it's like a 50-50. So so I've used 2.7 for a lot of things. I like using it for things like YouTube. I think there's a Netflix option. Uh, The one thing we found was there's um, Crunchyroll, which is a subscription service for anime. We were able to watch episodes on Crunchyroll that were not technically considered premium Uh. with everybody on 2.7. When we tried to watch a premium subscriber-only episode um, with a friend that did not subscribe to Crunchyroll... Um, We couldn't, they couldn't see it. The other three of us that had Crunchyroll accounts Um, could see the episode. If you have like videos on websites that aren't like the big streaming services, 2.7 is great. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of like ways to use it. Uh, The chat function is kind of okay. It's kind of bare bones. Yeah. Yeah, But it works. Netflix Party and 2.7 kind of have like comparable chat functions in that they are very bare bones. They're not spectacular in their like tracking on the side. Um, When you full screen the video for both of them, it like scrolls back up on the chat. But you know what? You make do, especially when you're me and you have multiple friends in Europe and some in China. And I
1: also have come across, I haven't really played with this, but Hulu, which is obviously another one of the big streaming services, has something that's actually baked in like part of the Hulu interface. That's Hulu Watch Party. Um, So literally, when I opened up Hulu on my computer, it popped up with a box that said, Introducing Hulu Watch Party. Um, There's a little icon that has, like, two people next to, like, the play button, essentially, Mm. on the show page. Um, It's only available for folks who have the no-ads plan, which is what I have. Okay. Therefore, what you have access to. (laughs) And it's also only available on hulu.com it doesn't work on like the app or, or if you're watching it through a roku device or something like that, that makes sense i mean that none, sense. none
0: of these other ones you can do on your tv the purpose of all of these is to kind give, of
1: sync things up
0: to sync things up and to give you a way to like communicate i don't know so <laughs> if you are like my dad was and you don't believe that anyone should speak during a movie like these are not for you if you're like me and my friends who as things happen have to like scream and keyboard smashes at each other so I like doing that so they work better for those
1: so it is kind of interesting that Hulu is like including it in the service that makes me wonder if something like Netflix might be working on an option that's like official that might work better.
0: Well, okay. So there was 2.7 is technically a replacement for a service called Rabbit. Right. Um, which I used extensively with my friends, which let you kind of like open a browser inside a viewing screen. So you could open anything. So you could do Amazon Prime, you could do Hulu, you could do Netflix, you could do Crunchyroll, um, yeah. you could do any other subscription service. You could do YouTube. You could look at a web pages together. They closed or like stopped being functional. Um, I think they got bought out or they ran out of money or... Whatever happens
1: to tech companies. Whatever happens wow.
0: to tech companies. But there was a big outrage on the internet. And 2-7 and Caster, which I tried to use, both appeared like immediately after Rabbit disappeared. And... This wasn't that long before all the COVID stuff. It was like fall of last year. I really think that tech companies, especially the streaming services probably saw the outrage over rabbit disappearing and then um
1: the need to be able to watch things like, together.
0: Yeah, the fact that we will probably not be able to have like family or friends movie nights really at all in 2020. So I think they're getting the understanding that it's something we want so
1: yeah and discord could be a substitute for this too potentially because there is a screen sharing component Mm -hmm. within discord within like the video call
0: yeah i've used that a couple of times
1: we, we just really like discord I think is the answer.
0: Well, Discord has... I mean, Discord did a lot once COVID happened. Originally, screen sharing had like a limit to the number of people that could be viewing it. I think it was like 10. They upped it to 50. Um, They've really overhauled their structure of like how things work and their advertising and everything because they understand that we are in an unprecedented sort of like isolation point. Right. Where like... You know, yes, the com- the country opened back up in like a lot of ways, but it's for your health and everybody yeah. else's health, we still need to be following these kind of like social distancing guidelines, like not seeing people in person if we can avoid it. And mm-hmm. I think I think it's they've been a really good they've been doing a great job. I'm just I'm happy. I used them last night uh, to try and look at furniture for my new place together with James. He pulled up websites on his screen share. (laughs) I pulled up websites. Perfect. We disagreed completely on what we like design wise. Just like being in the same room. Yeah.
1: So those are some options of ways that you can stay connected, whether you're just staying separate from people for everyone's health, for flattening the curve, or people are moving very far away from us.
0: Yes. You. Very far. I don't want, I'm sorry. I don't want to go. I know. I, I mean, know. I'm going to be back in town because family is here. So Correct. I'm not gone yeah. forever, but I will not be working at the library anymore, which is a deep sadness. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for listening to me over this past year plus. Two years. Two years. Almost. Yes. I, it's been. Pleasure to do this. I've had a lot of fun doing it. It's been a good learning experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anne and I definitely like coming up with things together.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, I'm going to miss that a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, all right. Anne, do you have a pun? Your last pun for me. Oh no, I'm going to cry.
1: I do. How do cats say goodbye in Italy?
0: How? meow (laughs) ciao meow meow all right thanks for listening and remember if you don't know your password we won't either Goodbye. goodbye